0: I sent Justin McElroy. I've never done this before in my life. I've never sent a Christmas card to anyone because I'm Jewish and there's really not a great reason to do that. But I sent Justin McElroy my very first Christmas card. Cool, cool, and cool, he, cool, and he ghosted me. He didn't respond to it. You didn't?
1: Where, where? I, I, I don't know. I can't ask you what address you sent it to, but I'm, I'm thinking. I, think it I
0: sent name. it. I text messaged it to you. What? You I texted, texted the you. Christmas card to you him? You
1: texted the Christmas card? I did. Well, that's why, man. Yeah.
2: Maybe
0: that's
1: you just not, didn't that's see it. Not, that's nothing. Okay. All, all right, Russ. I see what you're angling for here. Um, no, you sent me an adorable picture of your son eating an
0: apple. Oh, no. Who did I send this to? <laughs>
1: no, I <you> didn't. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it... No, Russ, you didn't. You sent me an adorable that's picture. It's saying
0: it was delivered on December 25th. No, I don't have anything from you. D- oh d- describe, no. describe the card.
1: Yeah, describe the card. It?
3: Maybe, maybe it's something that doesn't appear. Oh, well, to I'm gonna be
0: a try card. to send it again, yeah, and just try maybe that'll work.
1: Right now, okay. Did you no, maybe send okay, it to Justin Thoreau? Okay. Because I know you guys are... I just got it on my. F- God, it wasn't on my iMessages on my computer, but it was on my phone. It's a there picture it of the toe. <laughs> 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 the long running antagonist of the besties, Russ's toe that he fucked up and sent me pictures of. Um uh you know what? I'll just uh I'll it'll be easier if you guys could just see the image and there's no reason that I should have to keep it for my for myself. Oh, I don't want it. I don't want this.
2: You well, still have a okay. chance to not you still have
1: a chance to not do this you're right, right now. You're right. You're these right. are the last you're few right. moments before you have done this. Yeah, you're right. Let's treasure these last few nanoseconds before it's uploaded to your all's computer. Fuck off.
2: There are other people in this slack room.
1: (laughs) This Uh, is horrible. At the end, the toe says Merry Christmas. (laughs) It has a little tag he's written Merry Christmas on it because it's all healed up. Yeah. Um, You know, people complain about the inexorable march of time, but it does get us closer to Russ's toe looking normal, and I do appreciate time for that. (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate time taking us through this experience. I'm going to delete this. I'm going to give that Merry Christmas. Christmas. By this, I mean the podcast <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: and our hosting site. It's made Slack. it ten years. That was nice.
1: My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best games
2: of the year. My name is Griffin McElroy, and I do know with 100% certainty what the good stuff this year is going to be.
3: Hello. It is me, time traveler, Christopher Thomas Plant. I have come to you from December something, the last day of the month, uh, 2023, and I know... My name is Russ Freshigan, and I know the best game of the week. (laughs) Thank you for
1: saving me. Welcome to the Besties, where we talk about the latest and the greatest in home interactive intergamement. It's a game of the year show that goes all year <laughs> long. It's a video game club just by listening you're
3: a member. But today we, <laughs> we're not
1: looking at the ghost the games of
3: uh uh-huh. <laughs> we've been on holiday and we're just kicking off the rust. Yeah, we're just getting a know? little
1: loose, shaking the dust off. Mm. Um I'm kicking gonna, the tires. Um and we're going to talk about the games we're really looking forward to in 2022 this is normally where i'd kick the plant for a deeper explanation but honestly if you need more context on that i don't know what to do with you (laughs) so let's just uh take a quick break and we'll be back right after this you go get a phone you just want a phone talk to your friends and family you're not asking so much then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you've got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech you know the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? I'm not going to pull that nonsense. Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans, there is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars, for like literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or you want to have a nice, Easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month. Say bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. So let's talk. I think it's going to be a good year for games. And we can talk more about that maybe later after we look at all this. But uh, let's talk about some of the big ones that I think are more sort of universal. You know, not not 100%, obviously, but certainly in this podcast, a lot of interest in out in the gaming, and world I want to
0: I want to add something to that okay. because mm. I feel like a lot of people might have broadly said last year twenty twenty two was a bad year for games Outrageous. because well certainly from a sales perspective bad year
1: for games good year for besties games <laughs> but good year for besties mm. games
0: and that's the important thing about this list is the list is comprised of games that basically all of us have either heard of or we know the studio or stuff like that I have no doubt. That when we get to the end of 2023, there will be so many games that we do not mention on this list that end up being our favorite games of the year. Yeah. Just by nature of that's like where the industry is, and that's why video games are so exciting right now is like things come out of nowhere. Sure. And so, and mm-hmm. half these games probably won't be out till out 2025. 2025. Yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. <the idea>. yeah. <laughs> Y'all pick some shit
2: on here that's like really dog. Well, how how we don't want to break this up? Because we've brought each of us have brought three ones that we are personally excited about, but there's also a pool of
3: spicy boys. We're we're gonna start with like the obvious ones, the stuff that like we all agree. Yeah, there's a, there's this little game called Zelda Tears yeah. of the Kingdom, Breath of the Wild Two, if you will, and that's I mean that's standing on top of the pile. Right? I mean, is like, it?
1: It's not Breath of the Wild Two, right? I mean, is it? it
2: I
3: mean. Are, or, it's,
0: oh. It doesn't
3: it
1: use kind of the same map
2: as Breath of the Wild, but with yeah, like more it's, islands? I mean, and it's shit. as much
0: as like Majora's Mask was a sequel to Ocarina or of Time. Or even more so because
2: Majora's Mask didn't use the map of Ocarina of
0: sure. Time. Um, That's true. Um,
1: this is yeah. basically DLC, and I don't know why we're wasting our breath. <laughs> this is what you're saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh there, yeah i'm extremely super fucking pumped about this game and i just don't want to see anything else about it until i can just play it that's it man like i i feel like when when uh they
2: announced this game at e3 gosh 2016 20 the switch came out in 2017 i think
0: uh because i the think it was bit. like 2019 i want to say it's been <sighs> it was a couple years when it first got announced.
2: oh no no sorry sorry I was thinking about Breath of the Wild um, oh yeah
0: and,
2: and I played it at E yes. three and I wish I E3 hadn't nineteen uh, I wish I hadn't because it was that experience of playing it for the first time is so like is so magical and I do I do feel the same way I don't want to know anything else about this game I want it to be May twelfth uh, and and just to have it. And uh, I, I realize... Do We think there's going
0: to be like a giant curveball. We've talked about this before. Do we think there's going to be like a you're fucking Ganon in yeah. the future or some shit? I, well,
3: so there's definitely going to be some sort of curveball because every Zelda game has like a gimmick, right? Like you're on the Phantom tracks or like you're a 2D <laughs>
0: this time. I'm, I like, mean, that's a
3: very Nintendo thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is it just like you have a robot arm?
0: Like, yeah, but if you look at like Galaxy Two, uh, Super Mario Galaxy Two, for example, yeah, like but, that more or less built but, on what was in the first Galaxy, but then added the features. Yeah, like, they don't have I mean, a
3: two in the title two. on this. That's one. true. They don't. They have tiers of the title. It's um, been a long,
1: long. It's, it's going to be have been a long time since the last. Like it, it it's going to have been six years since the last Zelda game. That's wild. That is yeah,
0: wild.
1: that's wild. That's um, a, the Switch is just going, huh? It's just going to keep keep going.
0: Well, yeah, no. I, I do worry whether the Switch is going to be capable of running this game, but that I, I am not. That, that is bridge. one thing
2: I am not worried about. I don't yeah? know because Breath of the Wild was so like it ran. So I don't think anyone has made Did a game it? as big as Breath of the Wild is that ran half as good as Breath of
0: the I Wild. I mean, it's a little, I agree with that because there aren't a lot of open world games that run great on Switch, but like it's still Breath of the Wild on Switch like gets a little hitchy and like yeah doesn't handle the hardware you know it does the best it can Mm, but yeah i'm i i'm look i'm not taking anything away from this game i'm super super pumped about it um you think it's gonna be like a gta 5 situation where like yeah
3: technically it runs but well, to the new gonna Switch happen. comes out, that's what right. we're going to remake. Exactly
0: yeah. right. It's going to fuck it. The new Switch is going to run it at 60, and it's going to look insanely good. No, no, and... no.
3: The new Switch is going to run it at 30, and modern <laughs> Switch is going to run it at, like, a solid 20. Yeah, that sounds right, actually. <laughs> um,
1: I'd like to talk about another game on here. And this is the one, I think this is the game that I am most interested in, though I am not convinced it will be the best one. And mm-hmm. that is, like, I, I want. It, this is what I want from you all, Starfield. I want to hmm. know, like, what what are your, what are you, what is your, uh, what are you anticipating for Starfield? What do I, you okay. think that will be when it comes? I
0: think week one, obviously anticipating.
3: A <laughs> obviously a mess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A
0: total, like, not, not even, uh, probably month one. It'll be, like, broken as hell, because it's a Bethesda Game Studio game, and they just make, they just, it, they're very big games, and they struggle with fully testing them by the time they come out. And I get that, and I'm sensitive, but. They are also extremely ambitious games, and they are games that are made to, as in the case of Skyrim, last for 15 or 20 years. Um, so I'm, I'm genuinely curious. All I want from Starfield, this will be the last thing I say on it, I just want to be able to go inside a room and not have not see a loading screen. Is that possible? Like, yeah, maybe. Because every other open world uh, Bethesda Game Studios game, you need to load to, like, go to an interior. That's kind of a drag.
2: I mean, they've already talked about sort of the difference, uh, I, and I think this has been sort of them on defense a little bit between Starfield and like a No Man's Sky, which did have that kind of like, I mean, specifically seamless uh, landing on a planet and blasting off. Yeah, I don't need space. that necessarily. Yeah, that, 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 just, that won't like... be there. They've talked about how they're. It's like two different realities is the like surface gameplay and the space gameplay which sure. is fine i don't you know uh, yeah, i don't i don't care about that i love no man's sky mostly just like that's a gimmick
1: and this one's like, got and, pirates to shoot
2: that's i mean so did no man's sky um i i'm I, just saying like in witcher 3 pirates. you can walk into a store and not see a loading screen is what i'm saying yeah um i don't i don't i feel like i don't know shit about this game i feel like it could come out and it could be like Skyrim, or it could come out and it could be like, uh, you know... Fallout 76?
3: Yeah, it's... it's it's Man, and that's a bummer. (laughs) Well, so, use the Fallout 76 example. I think this will be a game of the year contender for sure. The question Mm. is which year?
0: You know, it (laughs) could come out
3: now. You don't think it's going to come out this year? No, I think it'll come out this year. But I think that they will make it eventually a mega successful game. It's too big to fail like and it is like in in bethesda has already done this with other games you know they did it with elder scrolls online they did it with fallout 76 they will make sure that this game is like beloved and popular i just don't know if it's gonna be like within this calendar year that it gets to that point but but also this is the first mega mega release like post microsoft contract and i don't know what that means like is microsoft gonna you know hold them more accountable with qa or the opposite? Is it going to be like maybe a little less ambitious? And I, I don't, I don't know. I, I have really no idea it what looks to expect.
1: Sick. It looks. I'm watching this gameplay reveal again. This game is going to be great. This going to come cool. out ten out of ten. I have to have be excited about some stuff guys. I'm 42 no. years old, you know. I I think this one's going to whip ass. What's the deal with Final Fantasy 16?
0: Oh Griffin. man, now it's time for me to be excited. Uh, oh wow, well, I thought it was going to be a Griffin thing, but okay. Oh, oh
3: sorry. I'm just to <laughs> No, go say, ahead, man. I'm
2: I'm not uh I, I I am
3: not so hot on Final Fantasy 16, but I am Here's I'm here's why I'm, I'm into it. it. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. They were like you know, like Final Fantasy, we got to we gotta get it in line with what's cool about fantasy these days. We should do like Game of Thrones. I'm like, yeah, that, that's a good idea. What else do people like? And they're like, I don't know, like Kaiju? Kaiju, right? And they're mm. like, yeah, so let's just do those two things together. I'm like, yeah, it sounds good. We're yeah. going to do Game of Thrones and there are Kaiju God battles. I mean, Boom. that's hot. That's what else do you need? Say it, it out looks, loud. It looks... Let it feel so good. You just like mm, mm, that's that's all you need in a video game. I don't um I don't
1: get
0: very deep into Final Fantasy games usually. This looks really cool. Looks, <laughs> this, it looks
1: really fun.
0: Is it like the combat from FF Seven Remake? It is. Yeah, action... I don't think they're going back towards. Yeah, sorry, Griffin, I... you you know more about this. Yeah,
2: no, I mean it is. It, it looks more action RPG mix, sort of. I uh, maybe more in the vein of Final Fantasy Fifteen, uh, the car driving one. Yes, the car driving one, uh, mm. or even the, uh, God, he- Heroes of, Warriors of Light. What was the freaking chaos? What was that one? Oh, <laughs> oh that one. That yeah. one. You know uh, that yeah. one. That
1: one was okay. That was, was real actiony. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah was fun. I mean, the actual yeah, it was, was, fun. Fun that. It was fun It was fun. It had its issues, but I like, I think it's cool that Final Fantasy has just sort of kept plugging away and is so, like, the definition of what that could be is so... Uh, loose at this point like I feel like they've stretched the mold so many times that they can kind of pour whatever they want to into it
0: yes which is a, yeah you just at, need a Moogle and you're good Yeah, yeah you a you Moogle, a toss a, a Moogle, Moogle then you're good E-free. I, I, I do
2: I, what's interesting to me is I feel like the traditional Final Fantasy like experience is being preserved exclusively inside of Final Fantasy 14 at this point which continues to get like really great expansions just over and over again that that scratch a lot of the itches of The more, you know, uh, single-digit Final Fantasy games. And then the new ones that come out are, like, these fucking buck-wild, you know, action set-piece focused uh, things. Yeah.
3: So, Mm. like, I guess I'm glad that... They uh, have all flavors, right? Like, yeah, you can get that with online. The Final Fantasy VII remake thing yeah. is doing its own thing and then there's like all the pixel, there's the pixel remasters yeah. there's sure square square is just like entire weird experiments with rpgs all of last year i don't think we've talked about any of them every game of the year episode no. but they released like Nor 30 different like seeds of ideas and some of those are i think could like they could bear fruit that's pretty interesting yeah i don't know it's, it's a cool time to like their stuff yeah i think so too uh
0: what else uh Diablo 4 is coming out. Um it's an interesting time for Diablo because uh they have kind of gone on a little bit of a streak of of people being pretty rightfully upset with them. Yeah. Um I played so much fucking Diablo 3 Same. and a ton of Diablo 2 when it first came out. So I am a big big fan of the series. Yeah. And they are like emphasizing, like, look, we're, we do you, we might have, like, Battle Pass stuff, but it's just going to be cosmetic. I'm taking all that stuff with a grain, and sal- grain of salt. But if it more or less is prettier Diablo 3, it's kind of all I'm looking for right now. Uh, I, I like the idea that it's cross-platform. Where you can bounce between different platforms and play. God, I hope it's on Steam Deck. I don't, I don't see how it would it, be. I mean... You know, if, if the Microsoft thing goes through, and Microsoft's been putting their games on Steam Deck, maybe. yeah. But I mean, I don't, I don't know that Bl- Activision Blitzer just is going to like
2: voluntarily ditch its launcher. The stupid BattleNet thing, I yeah, hate it I so much. Anyway,
0: uh, I don't know. I, I am genuinely super excited about this, and I know there are a lot of very good people who don't didn't do shitty things that are working on this game. <laughs> right. So it's important to remember that uh, in the context of Diablo Four. Um, and so yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty pumped. It's, about it's, it.
2: it's it's it sucks, man. I played so much Diablo three. I played it with you a lot of the time, Russ. And it, yeah, it, it it was a I love that style of game, and that was a fucking great one of them. Uh, but between the you know thousand different <laughs> complaints that have come out uh, against the sort of frat boy vibe that they fostered at Activision Blizzard, and the fact that Diablo Immortal was a uh, fucking yeah, calamity. Like it, it. My excitement for this game has been tempered to a dull edge. But you know, we'll, you we'll know see. what
1: edge isn't dull—the edge of a lightsaber—and that's True. exactly what you'll wield as Kyle Katarn's <laughs> nephew <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dash Rindar <laughs> Junior. In Star Wars Jedi Survivor, featuring an unnamed protagonist <laughs> that I, does have a name that I will never learn. He just, uh, I, he got I like that he made it legal for people to dress like a dork and still be a Jedi. Because if, <laughs> if you look at the reveal trailer, this guy, <laughs> this guy is dressing like he's leading a a, a, a hiking expedition or something. He doesn't. He look like He had a poncho a in the last one. Yeah, he had a cool poncho. Now it's legal for jedis to wear pants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I was not excited for the first game because I was like, yeah, whatever. Star Wars There's a lot of shitty Star Wars games. That game not only had a great fucking Star Wars story, which is so rare. It also like felt really good. Great combat. Great exploration. Gorgeous game. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty fucking. I did, I, I really liked this game, but it
2: had a lot of rough edges that kind it of did. turned, well, turned me It did. it it was very buggy. I feel like, well, not just yeah. I mean, around,
1: there, no, it wasn't just that. Getting around the world was a
2: yeah, pain. Remember
3: issues? that first that first desert world where it's like craggy. Like I mean, it, like, yes. it does bad not first look like an actual video game. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: it was a bad first level. Um, yeah.
2: I but but that said, like I think the foundation was really strong. And like you said, like they they don't make a lot of great Star Wars shit. Like this, especially in the video games world, and so I feel like if they can polish off those those rough edges, we're talking mm-hmm. a lot about edges this year. Yeah, this this is the year of edges. We're all you can say.
3: You're an edge lord of the Sith. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right? Sure, I, w- right? I would say that happily, yeah. proudly. Um Thank you. And speaking of games that I oh, don't wait, think wait, are wait, real. Wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, wait. With with Jedi Survivor, I just want to say also the story is so good. If if I you did that. not play the original one. You should go back and play that before this comes out.
0: said how great the story was, Chris Plant. I what? gave them the credit they deserved. I no, said it. Said oh, it was I'm great. So- I'm
3: sorry. I, I
1: would like was... to go. I think I bailed on it. I don't think I finished it. I, no.
3: It's got too wet. It yeah, it's really fucking good. West. It's better than most of the TV stuff, to be
0: honest. Like, except Yes, definitely true. Yeah. Or movies, for that matter. Man, I finished yeah. Andor this week.
1: Fucking hot shit, right? I know we're not at there yet, but that's the best Star Wars.
2: That's the best shit ever. Best
0: Star Wars. Agreed. Um,
2: Silk Song will be great.
0: Is it going to come out this year?
2: Who, f- who will it come out? I'm starting Has to it think com- it's, a dr- it's a collective dream we're all having. <laughs> well, we all play Hollow Knight. I we're like, we've this mentioned is great. It. I wish there was more Hollow Knight. And then when we slept, we dreamed of Silk Song, but it's not real.
0: <laughs> um, I think we've mentioned it on three consecutive most anticipated besties. There's no chance it's going to pull a sports story, right? There's no chance.
2: There's no way. I don't think Team Cherry is sort of the yeah set up in the, the same sports way, story that, for
0: for some context just launched over the break and and launched pretty messy and not great yeah uh, and also yeah.
2: had an easter egg of the devs which could be you know humor is subjective but a, <laughs> an easter egg of the devs like complaining about like making the game making the game um it's funny i felt i just looked up hollow knight because i would have sworn on a stack of bibles that came out A million years ago because it feels like that's how long we've been waiting for what was it 2018 2017 uh it came out on switch in 2018 and consoles 2018 so like it i think maybe it just seems like it's been in development forever because i i hollow Knight's one of my favorite games ever and i want more of it so badly um but man i don't know i just need i need a crumb i need a morsel please you it's so
0: time. funny because publishers keep like tweeting about it. Like Microsoft tweeted, like, "Hey, Game Pass is coming to yeah."
2: It's it's but
0: so like you would think they'd only do that when it was kind of close, but maybe they have no fucking idea, and maybe they're down in Australia just like laughing at all, all of us.
1: Yeah, nah, probably not when that rent bill comes due. You know, <laughs> they gotta are they're they're doing doing okay. it out, guys. These they're are doing tough. okay. I have no idea how they're doing. I'm sure they're, they're fine. doing very well. <laughs> they're,
0: they're doing just great. <laughs> I really hope it comes out soon.
1: What a have, I just for Russ, like, just it'll just make Russ so happy.
0: Um, um I, well, I will just say this one closing thought it's not coming out this year, so I didn't include it on the list. But Earthblade, which was announced during the game awards last uh, this past game awards, um, l- basically looks like Hollow Knight but with Celeste physics and graphics and it looks amazing. Yeah, this so, looks
1: cool. But,
0: yeah. Yeah, it'd be good.
1: Uh, let's take a quick
0: break and then we'll come back and get a little more personal. Mm-hmm. A little more revealing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This episode of The Best These is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right. So, you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box.
3: Incredible, and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over five million users and has helped save its members an average of seven hundred and twenty dollars a year, with over five hundred million dollars in canceled subscriptions. So, cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to RocketMoney.com/besties. That's RocketMoney.com/besties rocketmoney.com slash besties
0: okay so in this second half of the show uh, I guess we each picked three games that are on our personal list that aren't necessarily on the like super obvious list um, and I guess we'll go go around the horn yeah um, I'm gonna do one that probably won't come out this year I'm sure there'll be a number of these of the personal picks but uh, I'm gonna say Alan Wake 2 uh, this game has been announced They've said it's a survival horror game. Uh, uh, the face of Max Payne keeps tweeting about it, but uh, they have a reputation for not really putting games out on a super tight schedule. But man, I love Alan Wake, uh, and I really just want to see more uh, uh, games from that studio, from Remedy, because they just make like bonkers, super creative stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know what to expect from this necessarily, but, but I'm, I'm pretty optimistic. Um, does, it, does anyone else care about Alan Wake? Am I the only one? I, I mean, love no, Alan. Well, I, well, yeah. I, I love Alan Wake.
1: Yeah. I think there's a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth because of that uh, that whole uh, debacle with with the DLC in that um, Control DLC was oh the Control the DLC worst.
0: was very bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, so that, is
1: that is worrisome to me. But yeah, uh, I, and, but I do love Alan Wake. I and feel control like was I have great. This weird thing with Alan Wake where like both of the the, the Alan Wake adventures. <laughs> that I have in- ingested feel like they're just getting ready to pop off. Like they're just mm-hmm. getting ready to, to like absolutely start humming and win me over, especially at the end of the first one. It felt like, Oh, you're really opening this up to a lot of yeah. stuff. And it just didn't happen. And, and I, well, and they just I, did
0: a lot of dream stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like in dreams, which was not as satisfying as like weird real world twin peaksy stuff. Yeah. Do you remember, um,
2: do y'all remember Alan Wake's American nightmare?
0: Yes, exactly.
2: Yes, how, that was a good game. I like that. Fucking weird. That nightmare. They, they did like a, a an Xbox Live arcade. It, it, it was XBLA, right? That was like yeah, the it was for it. And then it was like a more action oriented Alan Wake. That and was, he had a different <laughs> shirt. He had a different shirt in this. Different how shirt. wild! Um, I'm. I got one coming out in sixteen days. It's the next Fire Emblem game. Oh, oh boy, man. man. Yeah, Fire Emblem. Engage. Justin, I know Justin. I don't care, think you can
0: pay your daughter to play this one for you. Yeah, no.
2: maybe a little too. Uh, well, yeah, I think she could. I think she would love all of the, all of the dragons and fighting. Uh, I am super
0: excited about. Yeah, this it one. looks
2: great. I mean, it doesn't. I don't really know what is setting this apart from other Fire Emblem games, except for the fact that they have magic rings that can summon characters from past games, which feels like about the most sort of on the nose fan service that you could possibly get in a video game yeah um but i mean three houses whipped ass and uh i'm i'm i yeah i I feel like fire emblem is one of those franchises i should say this knock on wood that is kind of hard to really royally screw up uh and i'm just excited to play more fire emblem
0: the cool thing about fire emblem is and uh, this applies to like most of the releases generally for me like the story is like a little hit or miss the characters a little sometimes is a good one sometimes a bad one hit or miss but the core gameplay is what carries me through my love of fire emblem and it's always always been strong even from like you go back to the snes days to like the the games that never came out in the u.s yeah like that turn-based core gameplay is phenomenal and so if it just has that i i will leave happy sure uh hoops how about you Um, I'm going to pick a game called
1: Atomic Heart. (laughs) And I don't know that much about it. It's a first-person shooter. You got lots of different fun weapons. It looks exciting. It's coming February 20th. It's published by Focus Entertainment, the real dice roll of the video game <laughs> industry. You never know what you're getting when it when it says Focus Entertainment on there. It could be anything. You have no idea. You can extract no knowledge from that. They publish Snowrunner and Resolution Virus and Chained Echoes and Necromunda. Chained and Echoes is great. Like, this is what i'm saying (laughs) it could be like
0: 34 year old whiskey it could be mouthwash you You have no idea
1: interactive on there you know less about it than before you read focus interactive on there uh yeah i mean as long as i'm here uh this is what i'm gonna say uh judas was announced during the game awards it's the new joint from ken levine uh and i did not watch the trailer and i am not gonna (laughs) watch anything about it i'm just gonna play it really I have no idea what's in it, and I'm just gonna play it. I, yeah, you
0: can watch the trailer. I don't think. Uh, yeah, here's what I'm gonna to say on. about the trailer. When it played, I was like, because we're gonna talk about unresties in a second, but uh, Plant and I have a bet about the Bioshock game getting announced, and I thought 150. percent This was Bioshock. It Everything really, about the trailer really, shouts really Bioshock like into your face. I mean, I get it for sure, but also not, like, that's not a knock. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, but like.
1: I like those. You know, yeah, no, I'll play too. another one of those. I it's know, not I brilliant. know. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I mean, my my prediction,
3: funny. I bet it's going to be something like Bioshock meets Prey Moon Crash. Yeah, cool. that's what I was going to say. I think because yes. they
0: don't have a big enough team to make anything that's like as big as a normal Bioshock game. Mm. So it will be a roguelite of some sort, which yes. is fine with me. Yeah, I, I'm cool with that. real good to me.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, we mentioned Final Fantasy earlier, but Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is maybe my most anticipated game of the year. Um, just because, what the hell is it going to be? Uh, Final I, Fantasy yeah. VII Remake was kind of what it said on the tin of it being a remake. And where it ended, without getting into spoilers, we'll save that for when we get closer to this game. It it zigs or it otherwise zags. And it.
2: Well, I, this I mean, game c-
3: could be some something extent. very different.
2: I, I also think Final Fantasy VII, if, if they're describing this as a trilogy, right? A trilogy yeah. of Final Fantasy VII remakes. The first one went all the way through the end of Midgar right yeah Yeah. that is in the original final fantasy 7 that's like a a, a third of the way through disc one so it's like what do you do what's the next what's the next game encapsulate because it's not going to be as tidy i think as here's this game set in this one city that we can kind of like focus all in this is not me this is not skepticism this is genuine curiosity like are we going to hit some like golden
3: saucer shit? Are we going to? Yeah, that's my well, expectation. And how much is it just going to diverge entirely? I mean, I don't I, I, think yeah, it will. I think, I think you, it's really, go- no, I, I think, I think yeah, it's going to be
1: its own. It like, I think you should look at it for all intents and purposes at this point as its own like series. Yeah. yeah like, I, I, gonna
3: I, I, I
0: think it's going to have different story beats. Cool. I think it will. I agree that it will have different story beats, but I think at its core, it will continue to keep pulling threads that were Introduced in Final Fantasy 7 originally flying saucer is that what? Oh, golden saucer. yeah, golden saucer. Yeah, like stuff yeah, like that. I mean, like those characters, like they're not like, going go to Mars. It'll be
3: like Matrix Four type of stuff.
0: Yes, you know. I, yes, that is a good comparison. Lips in God's ears. Hey, <laughs> I, I wanted
1: to ask you guys: Did we intentionally not put Hades two on here, or it, because it's going to be early, early access? Yeah. Or
0: yeah. All, I mean, Russ named one that he knows isn't coming out this year. <laughs> I am. I'm dying for Hades 2, but I guess, I mean, I just forgot about it, quite honestly. <laughs> I mean, it just got it just announced, so but so I'm, far I'm super, it, it, yeah, yeah, I think it will be, what are we talking, have they said early access is this year for sure? Yeah, I mean, that's what the announcement says. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm pumped about it, but it's the sort of game that, like, I'll play an hour of early access just to see it, and then I don't want to touch it until it's done. But Fresh. it was
1: in early access for so
3: the first one was in early
0: access for so long. I'm a patient so guy. Long. Prush, tell me about your, your second game, because
3: I, I'm very curious why you're excited about it. Oh,
0: this. yeah. So The Wolf Among Us 2 is a... Uh, uh, so The Wolf Among Us, for uh, for people that don't know, was a telltale game based on a comic series called Fables. And the premise of the comic series is basically all of these uh, fairy tale creatures and characters that you know, Big Bad Wolf, etc. uh basically live in a town together because a calamity happened where they had to like flee their homeland and it ends up being like a really mature uh, examination of fairy tale characters also you know with real-world issues and whatever um I played the original the Telltale game with my wife many years ago and we loved it. It's actually one of my favorite probably right after the first season of Walking Dead my favorite Telltale thing. And it's sort of been through development help because of everything that Telltale's been through um but I love those characters, and, and obviously it's going to live and die based on the writing. But if it man- manages to match the quality of the first game, I am super, super pumped about it. Um, I but, am going to be yeah. honest
1: with you guys. Uh, until I saw this on your list, I 100% um, like, thought Telltale had close. Like, I did not think Telltale was still a functioning entity.
0: I mean, I think they've gone through like m- basically a full internal gutting and retooling of their employees would be my read of it so i don't know that for sure like i'm sure there may be some people that have stuck around but i think a lot has changed at that company since telltale originally did its thing
2: um hey armored core 6 fires of rubicon (laughs) what a freaking name for a game uh this is if it's from soft but not a soulsborn game. is It's a return to the Armored Core series that I don't think has had an installment since like twenty twelve. Uh, if you did not play any of those games, uh, well, I mean they were kind of all over the map. But the traditional sort of Armored Core experience, which is what they have sort of talked about this being a return to, is you make your mech, your AC, and uh, you can customize like every little bit of it. It's legs, it's weapon systems, it's shields, it's engine it's sensors it's like all glasses all this, it's glasses, sure it's backpack it's fanny mm-hmm. pack um, and you go into these you you embark on these different missions uh and get more parts for your robot It's fucking great I loved the like the first three armored core games uh I think Miyazaki actually like cut his teeth on one of the early armored core games like it was his first one, but Why he was is not he trying to eat that game? what's that y'all.
1: <laughs> um do uh, do you griff do you really not think do you or i I guess let me answer this in more open fashion Uh, do you think there will be lessons from the extremely popular soulsborne games like like facets of that brought into this or do you think it's going to be a straight down the middle like armored core
2: i mean yeah it's hard to sort of rectify the two of those right like i think that one thing they've talked about armored core 6 is there being like these huge Stylish, bombastic boss fights, which definitely yeah. is you know a a something I would think of as characterizing the Soulsborne games. But at the same time, like they've also talked about how it is going back to the sort of mission based structure that the older games have, where you go out on a mission, you do your shit, you come back, and you upgrade your mech, uh, which is not Soulsborne-y, right? Uh, right. So I, I I think it's going to be a pretty far cry. I think anybody who goes into it expecting you know Mech Soulsborne is going to be pretty sorely disappointed but uh I'm fine with that because Armored Core was like a, a, the coolest mech game in my in my opinion and it, it, honestly It's, it's the, a fun sh- <laughs> the fun it's one the fun one right uh and I've fallen completely off of the genre and the the uh I am just really really excited to start playing it again the the depth of customization that you get for the the mechs is truly like
1: there's not a lot of games that'll let you take a bad robot to a fight. But yeah, Armor Core yeah. is more than happy to let you take a stupid robot you build and let it get robot. destroyed. Yeah.
3: I I love that this game is like back and that people are going to learn the history of Armored Core and subsequently the history of from software because the the number of publishers that have published this series is wild. Bandai Namco is going to be putting this one out, but Sega. Five hundred five games, Ubisoft, Sony, Age Tech, ASCII. Like, this did focus like... get up on this one? <laughs> <laughs> no focus. I mean, Five hundred five is really the focus of its time. Sure, you know. Um, I, I just, I think it's so cool that this studio, that FromSoft, they were around so much earlier than the Demon Souls, Dark Souls stuff, right? And I think that there's like a tendency to look at certain games, and be like, yeah, you know, overnight success. How would they do that? It's like, the, y'all, these people. We're hustling to get games out there for decades. Um and getting getting the opportunity to go back to Armory Corps and make something like this and actually just have money seems awesome. I am I'm so excited to see what they like this feels like a passion project.
1: Yeah, it's the cool it's cool to see them get a lot of juice from the, the Soulsborne success and use it to do something that they appear to be passionate about. Yeah.
3: Um speaking of I what I have to assume is a passion project, Pragmata. Pragmata, do y'all, y'all know about this? I don't game? know this at all. Capcom has a new franchise, and it's called Pragmata, and apparently the story is profound. Um, Whoa! I know, <laughs> I know. And do I know anything else about it? No, not not really. Could it be a disaster? Most definitely. Yeah, but like, what kind of
0: game is it? You don't
3: even know a, what kind of game it is. Person do stuff game, like. The trailers okay. look weird as hell. There's like a space, you're like a space person, but you're in the middle of Times Square and there's like a mysterious kid. Um, you know, that type of game. I, I really don't know what to expect about it. The visuals look unbelievably cool. Um, I w- would encourage you to Google it or I'll share it on Twitter because I'm not going to even try to describe them. Um, it has a little bit of Kojima type of visual weirdness to it. But yeah, I am I am very excited about it just because Capcom's on a hot streak. They have made great Monster Hunter stuff. They've made all the Resident Evils have been awesome. I've been really happy with the Devil May Cry stuff. So like, yeah, go and make a new series and let's see what it can be. You know, worst yeah, case scenario, true. it's that ice trucker game in space. Love it. Uh, I just
1: wanted to quickly mention uh, uh, Suicide Squad. Because I really like Rocksteady and I'm very hopeful that they had a lot of smart ways of, of bringing Batman to life in games. And I hope that that is applied to several different characters to make a fun superhero experience that is substantially different from the Batman games. I don't know that that's going to happen. But I, I remain hopeful.
0: I'm, I'm going to feel very weird Uh, I am also excited about that game. I don't feel very weird because it is, as far as I'm aware, aware, Kevin Conroy's final performance is Batman. Oh, wow. And the whole idea, I think, is you're just, like, killing off members of the Justice League.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean,
0: it's called Kill the Justice League.
1: They're they're probably, Russ, I don't think at the end of this game Batman will be dead.
2: No, you don't don't think so? I don't think so. Well, you can't say that after the start of the new one saw Batman
1: be dead yes but griffin this game comes out after that one you know what i mean and batman's around (laughs) i think batman's (laughs) gonna be okay
0: i don't think they've been keeping track quite honestly i I didn't
1: finish gotham knights does batman come back at the end like psych
0: (laughs) has to right has to right somebody had to finish
2: it right um hey let's talk about redfall new jammer from arcane austin uh it's a team-based vam- supernatural vampire hunting action game. Kind of looks le- left for deady a little bit. Uh but with different characters with different sort of vampire hunting powers. The first trailer they reveal for this one, I think a Game Awards 2021 maybe. Uh Ooh, yeah, was fucking uh, maybe it was an E3 even was really hot. Uh I, I, I feel like if this game does come out this year, I think the report's... There was some it, recent report that it was coming in May. It, um, it'll come out this year.
0: I'm kind uh, of sure.
2: Is, is is I'm very excited for that.
0: I think Arcane Austin
2: makes really cool stuff.
0: Ooh. Remind me, was the I always confuse them with the France studio. Was their last game Prey? Their yes. last game was
2: Deathloop, I think. Right? Oh well, I guess Arcane
0: yeah. Leon. Led right. I think that Deathloop was uh, primarily yeah, Prey. This
3: Leon. is the follow up to Prey, and it like right, started out. It's it. been like many different things in development, and then they settled on this. Um, um i i'm very curious about this game
2: yeah me too
0: it's been tough for those sorts of games i feel like th- I, there hasn't really been one to click obviously there was uh the left for dead what was that called back for blood um yeah one which like didn't super click so it's been tough for this i think genre, this will be a little but... different than that type of game yeah
3: yeah it, it's a little bit more not hero shootery i don't know a way of describing it it, i think it's going to be a a kind of a weird blend of a lot of kind of like rpg trends yeah yeah um it could be i'm I'm very curious the vibe just looks pretty cool to me yes i agree fresh what what, what's your last one
0: well my last one is probably the only one on here that doesn't have a name yet (laughs) uh which is to say it probably won't come out this year either. Um, But I know that the studio behind Limbo and Inside, uh, Playdead Studio, is working on a new game. Um, I believe they've said it is a sci-fi game and it is in 3D. And that's basically all they've said. Oh, here's the quote. Playdead's third game uh, has been teased as early as
2: January 2017 will be a, quote, fairly lonely sci-fi game somewhere in the universe. Excellent. There you go. Thanks, guys. That's great you could described be an accounting office. Game, we don't know. Every game takes place
0: somewhere in a universe. Suffice it to say, I love their stuff. And uh, if it matches the quality of Limbo and Inside, like, fucking count me in, because those two games are amazing. Uh, I know we were a little let down by Somerville recently, which was some older members of the Dead studio went off and, and made Somerville, which was an okay game, but obviously had some faults. Um, but I'd like to see another sort of stab at you know, cool puzzle platformer atmospheric shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chris Plant. Yeah. Last one for me is just Stalker 2. I, yeah, I don't
3: know. I'm just curious. I keep saying curious. I don't know what to expect. I really hope that it lives up to uh, both the original game Stalker, which I don't know if I can even recommend people go play now. Griffin. I mean, what do y'all think? It it feels like
2: forever since I've played that game.
3: Yeah. it, 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 it's a complicated PC sim shooter whatever the case is, it's originally inspired by stalker the film, which it is practically nothing like. Um, and I think uh, there's a book that inspired that. You are um, these like hunters who are in a kind of like post-nuclear event, Eastern Europe. Um, and you're going into this very strange zone, and mysteries are afoot, and mutations, and yada, yada, yada. It, I it just mentioned Atomic Heart earlier. If that is the action-heavy version of this, this is the, like, the thinky
0: version. Hmm. Um, but both have guns. There is a sticking point, uh, yep. which is pretty notable about Stalker 2, is that it's being developed uh, by, I believe it's GSC Game World, who is based in Ukraine. And obviously, uh, they've uh, been invaded by Russia. And, uh, you know, that's pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, they've shared some pretty fucking rock and roll videos of them, like, in a
2: shelter, like, (laughs) working on the game, which is fucking wild.
0: Yeah, Um, mostly I'm just rooting for them to, you know, be happy and healthy. And, you know, if you need another five years because you've got a war going on. Fucking take it, guys. This
1: <laughs> shout out to game reviewers in the future who have to be like, and let's talk about this
3: inventory management. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's tough, man. That's
1: a bad beat. Yeah. Best of luck to you and yours.
3: Uh, um, two two other quick mentions from uh, listeners. Ryan uh, mentioned Haunted Chocolatier, which... Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't that's think that's the, out that?
2: this year. They just announced that... Uh, Eric Barone, is that his name? Announced it in 2021. Yeah. I would be surprised if that one came out this year
3: yeah that, that's from the maker of stardew valley and then uh cameron said death trash is a very well-reviewed early access rpg that is a real-time lovecraftian horror take on fallout 1 and 2 that should be hitting 1.0 yeah. sometime in the middle of this year and cool. also luck be a landlord hits 1.0 this friday which was yeah, like right now when you're listening into a to bit this. more of a game i really liked... i don't think i played it originally nah, i didn't either that it's feels a, like a Justin game, yeah. It's a good time
1: killer. It doesn't have the the, the um progression. It doesn't it didn't, when I played it at least, there was no like consistency from one run to the other, which is Might important. Be time to and revisit. Hey, as long as we're just like taking shots of the dark, skin deep, the new Blendo games, maybe mm. you know if there's eat. a whole year ahead of us, it seems possible that it could be contained
3: within that year. <laughs> UFO fifty. You know? Hey yeah, man. Yeah, man. For sure. <laughs> Throwing things out in the world that I don't think I'll actually get this year. Yeah. Um, is that it?
0: I
1: think that's
0: it. I think we did it. Um it's anyone awesome have nice. any honorable mentions? Anything you played over the break or watched? Um Justin, you mentioned Andor, which I also finished and it is fucking it's spectacular. The best. It's the best so Star good, Wars so good. It's
1: I think we've talked about it a couple times now. we have it's like yeah. go watch Andor, it is really good.
0: First um, three episodes are a little slow, but it stick there. with yeah, it, Yeah, stick
1: with it. A, gla- a Glass Onions. got so good. Talking, so fun. talking about that one, though, right? Everybody's watching that. Yeah, that was fun. It
2: was a fun um, flick. Uh, the Circle. The new season of The Circle's up on Netflix. There's
1: oh, man. I there. watched two episodes of a show uh, last night on Peacock called Paul T. Goldman. You guys hmm. heard about this one? No. No. Okay, good. Real quick. It's directed by um, Jason Woollner, who did the- the Borat sequel. He was the director of that, right? It is a, th- this man named Paul T. Goldman emailed Jason Williner or tweeted at him and said, Hey, I have this wildlife story. Um, I turned it into a book and I want you to help me turn it into a movie. So it is this man's wildlife story where he has been like basically ripped off by several different people that he has attempted to marry uh, in a in the hopes to find a family for him and his kid. Uh, but this dude wrote the book about his life and wrote the screenplay and then is starring in the movie of his life, which they are filming as this series. Like, they are doing recreations of moments in this dude's life where he is starring in the movie version of it. And they're frequently like pulling back to show the director and the cameras and everything. And this dude giving notes about how it actually happened in his life and how it's not exactly right. Because he fancies himself like an actor and a director. Like he makes a comment about how he's unhappy that this is a TV series because it rules him out for Oscars. Um,
0: it, wow. Yeah. Imagine
1: great. if Tommy was so had led an, an, an uh, absolutely bonkers life and then had written a movie based on his life where he played himself. And we frequently see his interactions with like the people playing like his wife or his whatever. There is a truly bizarre scene where he is casting the part of the Russian mail order bride that dumped him to become a physician. And she is in the room while they are casting the part. And giving notes about how the breakup actually happened. It,
3: guys, it's- it, it, I just Googled it and like half the reviews are, wow, this makes the rehearsal seem normal. It is truly
1: bizarre, truly, truly, Paul T. Goldman. It is- Like a absolutely name, bizarre. Paul, Paul T. T. Goldman. Goldman. Watch the trailer and tell me you're not 100% gonna watch it because it is- Absolutely unhinged and hysterical and kind of sweet sometimes, but absolutely bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Wow.
3: That sounds great. Um, it's on Peacock. A I, lot I'm, of great shows on Peacock. I've been playing Yakuza 0, and I, and I watched this movie To Be or Not To Be. Frosch, have you ever seen this movie? No. Oh, my gosh. it. it I, this feels like a good one for your movie club. It is by Ernst Lubitsch. And 1942 movie, right? 1942. Oh yeah, and it is a movie that is a, um, a satire uh, of Nazi Germany and uh, a, a somewhat Jewish theater troupe uh, infiltrating uh, the, the Nazis. It is wild. I do mm. not know how it got made Sounds um, good. at that point. Yeah, it is, is pretty damn cool. And I think, it's on, like, I think it's on Criterion. I think it's also on HBO Max.
2: Let's wrap it up.
1: Let's do it.
3: Did
1: anybody review us this week, Russ?
0: Yeah, yeah, we got a number of reviews from people. Uh, Thank you for everyone who wrote reviews for the Besties. Thank you to R. Egbert, Instant Taylor, Brainus, and Sake 1234 or Saki1234, I'm not sure which. Uh, Thank you for writing reviews for the Besties on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to everyone else who has written reviews or talked about the show or shared our Game of the Year episodes uh you keep the show alive and we couldn't do it without you in all honestness so thank you
3: rattle them off plant <laughs> oh god what did we talk about this week this week we talked about a so many mini- you want me to do all of them i mean all they're listed here so okay, can you do okay. it fast it like like here we go here we go here guy. we go here we go deep breath zelda tears of the kingdom starfield final fantasy 16 diablo 4 star wars jedi survivor Silk Song. Atomic Heart, Judas, Suicide Squad, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, Pragmata, Stalker 2, Haunted Chocolatier, Death Trash, Luck Be a Landlord, Fire Emblem Engage, Armored Core 6, Redfall, Alan Wake 2, The Wolf Among Us 2, Play Dead's Next Game, Palti Goldman, Andor, Yakuza 0, To Be or Not to Be, and that's what's written down.
0: Yay!
3: Yay.
2: What's next week? Oh,
3: figure it out oh, man <laughs> oh it's going to be a surprise and it's going to be good <laughs> it's a good yeah. one we know what it is of course over on yeah, aria course, we just don't want to tell it's you and spoil it
1: it's chess again it's not uh be sure to join us again next week for the besties because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games uh,